yeah. this guy opened up his legs so wide, he could have fit a Mini Cooper yeah. through his legs. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go to Spain? Yeah, sure, but right now... You went on vacation, people, bro. But you guys can't be complaining about every little thing. Just take the L. You guys gotta take the L sometimes. What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, a.k.a. Matt. A.K. Matosinho, A.K.A. Bin Dembele and bring back Christian Teo because this man could play in big games and Dembele cannot. And today, we're coming at y'all with episode 33-0 of the Footy Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm joined today by Dan. What's up, guys? We got Dave. <laughs> yes, sir. We got a man like Chris. Don't hate the drip. Oh my Gee, god. My bad. Ilio <laughs> 6. Jimmy? What's good? Last but not least, Jay. Hey guys, if you're new here, don't forget to smash the like button. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, boys, on the topic list for today, we got El Clasico. <laughs> we got Dorman trying to stay afloat in the Champions League, trying to get that CL spot. We got, uh, was it Mourinho finished? I don't know. I think so. Leeds historic win against City, Ooh, UCL picks, and mm-hmm. much more. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, so we'll start off with El Clasico. Jay, let me hear your thoughts. Mm. <laughs> I mean, those are not pretty good. Super entertaining. Um, first half was quite underwhelming for Barca. Yeah. A lot of recycling of the ball. Not a lot of creativity and attack. Um, it got better in the second half, though, but... You know, first half, Madrid were in there like swimwear and they were able to capitalize. Um, Vinicius, talented, but so little end product. Yeah, man. It's crazy how he got the top level. He's basically an Mbappe with no end product. Yeah, but um, Big Ben's had a nice finish. Cheeky one. Mm-hmm. Mbappe didn't do much there. But, bro, what was Jordi Alba doing on the lead up to that goal? You're telling you me this bet. guy is the veteran of our defense, and this guy's going in reckless in a tackle like that? Like, come on, man. Like, I've seen the he house bet. league players do better defending than that. Come on. He better let like that whole right flank exposed. Yeah. Exactly. And then Araujo couldn't do much to defend there, right? Because Benzema was smart, did a little back heel. How are you going to stop that, right? Verstegen was beat at his near post, though. Yeah, but was, that's, but a hard, that's a hard, hard save like that. Yeah, it's hard to read a flick like that, you know? Happens every time. Is it hard to read though? That's the only thing he could do in that situation is back heel it. Yeah, only thing he could do. You don't. You honestly don't Not think. You also don't think yeah. of that happening. If he hits it normally with his like right foot or something, it's going out. You can't. He won't be Not able to get out. You'll either scuff wow. it or. But yeah, um, you know my opinion though. There are a lot of dodgy calls in that game. Do we know your opinion? Let's hear it. No. no but... well, um, <laughs> well, there, was that one, there was that one in the first half where it was a free kick, a free kick for Barca, ball swinging in. Casemiro absolutely stamps on Lenglet. Okay. I don't know what stamps stomping. Stamps aren't illegal in soccer now? Maybe, maybe in slow motion it's a stomp. Slow motion. What? Maybe when they play the, maybe when they, stomp, bro. maybe mean? when they play the, show the stomp to the fans, it looks like it looks, it looks worse. Man, it'll always look worse on replay when it does in real life. You what can you clearly mean? see him getting stamped on. He's impeding. He's impeding his movement by stepping on him. Yeah. <laughs> he, was he think he's actually looking for his foot to stamp, stamp on? 
The long way. No one ever, Are you looking to cause a penalty when you tackle someone? No. Sometimes, yeah, you do. Yeah, did they complain? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. If they didn't review it, then obviously it wasn't a problem. Oh, buddy, this is Madrid we're talking about. (laughs) Vars never made a mistake. Magic Madrid. Yeah, so Vars perfect, right? You gotta come with other arguments, man. Your your argument's pretty poor in general. Like you're asking, you're complaining about every single foul that's being caused, and that your your only outlet is calling out for VAR. Well, that's okay. what it's there for, right? It's, it's not. Right it's not there to be, be to be to look at every single foul. If it's not a foul, it's not a foul. The ref doesn't have to go look at it because VAR does their job. Are you allowed oh, to stamp on a player, though? Okay, I don't think anyone's actually going out there and stomping on the player on purpose. What? Dude, that's a terrible Come argument, on, bro. That's a terrible argument. <laughs> okay, but I, I never saw the replay, but I know you guys in the chat, you guys literally complained about every single foul in the box. No. You're in the box. It doesn't matter. You can't you can't complain about everything. Like after the game, you guys came with all these complaints. They don't know this. It was in the group chat. But you guys can't be complaining about every little thing. Just take the L. You guys gotta take the L sometimes. I've gone even championship games and and league games that you lose. You guys complain all the time. You guys gotta stop complaining. Because the league is dangerously prepared for Real Madrid, bro. Okay. No. (laughs) I don't think those was my opinion. Barcelona's win. Barcelona's win percentage with this referee, Hill Manzano, is 55%. With Real Madrid, it's 80%. What does it matter? Barca playing I poor football. Real Madrid Manzano was also football. seen exiting the stadium one day, I think this was a year ago, with a Real Madrid, hand, with a Real Madrid bag in his hand. So he was okay, buying stuff. But also, Madrid fan. Like in general, a lot of the games, like you guys can't make excuses for every game now. Like Barca's I'm playing not... great football. But I'm wh- not saying that. I, but you can't only making bad calls against Barca. There were there a penalty should have been called on Vinicius Jr. Okay, then then the why are you saying time. then why are you saying yeah. he's a he's a Madrid fan then if he's not calling calls for Madrid, on Madrid? I don't think he was favoring Madrid at all that game at all. He was. Buddy, did you guys see what happened when uh, I think it was in the second half when uh, there was a little scuffle between Casemiro and I think it might have been Elish, and Hill Manzano went to break it up, and Casemiro put his hand over Manzano like that and slapped it away. And Manzano didn't give him any card. So come on, I mean so they, you talk uh, to referee, you get sanctioned for that. Fernandez really did that today. <laughs> Bro, Di- Diego Costa, either at the beginning of this season or last season, he grabbed Manzano's arm like this, got suspended four games. Make it make sense? Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, but if you compare it to Casemiro, literally like, slapped his hand away. Nothing. I can't he just said calmer, bro. But but in 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 the Man United game. I can't remember who Bruno Fernandez. I think it was Harry Kane. Harry Kane went to go push him off. Bruno slaps it right out of the way, right in front of the ref. Nothing happened. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, but he no didn't touch the ref. Yeah. Talking about the talking about. I, no, I said he did it right in front of the ref. He did it right in front of the ref. He <laughs> slapped yeah, but he Kane's touched, hand. He actually slapped the ref. Oh, the guy slapped the ref. Yes, he slapped the ref. Because <laughs> the ref was breaking him up. And then Casemiro put his hand away like that and slapped him. I don't think he slapped him, man. He just moved his yes, arm around. Yes, he did, bro. He literally went like that. He didn't slap him, You man. can look it up. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I didn't see that, but I, I thought you were talking about a player. No, man. He slapped the referee's hand. Okay, so what you're saying is that if Casemiro got his red card there, you guys would have scored a goal and you guys maybe would have won the game. Are you guys that, is that what no, you're hoping I'm for? Just I'm just saying. It's Barca didn't play referee. a good it's football. Barca didn't get to play good football. It's the same thing. Like you just expect, oh, if we this would have happened, if the ref would have blew this whistle for us, if ref would have gave us this penalty, if ref would have uh, given this a red card, we would have won the game. Why don't just go out there and play football and actually win the game? 
You could get just, mad about calls. It's the same yeah. with Bellingham against City midweek. If he scored, it's a different game. It's a bad call by the ref that changes the game. So look exactly. look at today. Look at Man U Tottenham. Man, Man U scores, call gets pulled out because of a call of our call that I don't even think was even a call. We can go back into it afterward. But after that, Tottenham scores. Down, Madrid's, Man U's down 1-0. Are you going to go to the half thinking that shit, we're down? No, come into the second half and score goals and win 3-1. Why didn't why couldn't Barca play a good, better half and score goals? Not everyone could be Man United. Sorry. Oh, exactly. So yeah, why are you guys complaining? You guys could have clearly come from you know second half. Also favor United in England, right? I don't know. The the most calls the are, are you know you know most of the rest are United fans, right? Okay, then it's. <laughs> I'm United fan. Manu came out. Manu came out and put the balls into the net. What did Barca do? They put one ball in the net. Exactly. Then why don't don't get Braithwood into the pitch and hoping that he gets a penalty? Don't expect your ref to get you your other team red cards. All I'm asking for is a fairly officiated game. It was fairly officiated. It was fairly officiated. It was very well officiated because there was other chance when Vinicius ball. Vinicius had the ball. Vinicius had the ball. Vinicius had the ball and he was in the box. And Araujo came and 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 hit his legs and he brought him down, but no one called it anything either. Twitter, it's only Barca fans complaining. I haven't seen any neutrals talking about Barca having a bad officiated game. It's only Barca. Why fans. would they? Yeah, why would they? Why would a neutral complain about Barca? No neutral said anything about anything being ref call. It's just Barca fans, exactly. Why would neutrals complain about a ref call? It's I'm a neutral. Game. I'm a neutral. I'm not a Barca or a Madrid fan. I'm telling you right now, it was well officiated game. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, as a neutral, I'm not gonna go and start tweeting about a well officiated game. I want to start talking about games that weren't. Exactly. If okay. Exactly. So game, if this was, if this if this was a really bad officiated game, then why aren't neutrals coming out and actually saying something? Not just only Barca fans. When has a neutral ever complained about a ref call? A lot yeah. of us do. You can even tell even in this group chat. There's a lot of times when we watch games and we just say these refs are bad. But you guys also like going against Barca. Well, you guys are also Barca fans, period. And let's just hope for everything, expect everything. Yeah, you guys are very Barca biased. Okay, okay. What about what about when the referee's having some malfunction with his little, uh, little earpiece? That's only three minutes of the clock. And at the end of the game, there's only four minutes out of time. So what? There was no minutes, nothing fouls. You, no foul, nothing you're called. Telling you, you're telling me with three minutes of fixing this thing and ten substitutions in the game, there's only four minutes out of time? Okay, man. So what, you would have scored another goal? You would have scored the goal and tied the game in the last minute? All I'm asking awesome. for is a poorly <laughs> yeah, officiated game, bro. It was not poorly officiated. You never know. Yes, if, it was. If you're going to say that's poorly officiated, then every single game in, in football is being poorly officiated. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. You're acting, you're acting like it was like a master class. Of it wasn't a master class. I'm not saying it's poorly either. You're acting, you're acting like it was Pierluigi Colino refing this game. Okay, so what? If it's not bad, then it's amazing. But why can't it just be well officiated? It was well It was decent. It was a good call. It wasn't a perfect officiated match. I could, I'll tell you that right now. Of course not. But it wasn't a good one either. But it wasn't biased against Madrid or Barca. Some of the calls yes, it you guys is. are complaining about, you shouldn't be complaining about the calls because like what? both ways, right? As you said, like like the Venetius could have been called as well. Yeah, I'm like saying you that. Can't, you can't, you can't, you can't complain about every single thing. Like in, I'm not complaining about everything. You guys were, you guys, you guys are literally pointing out every single possible guy. foul or call that could have been made. I'm complaining about game-changing calls in the Okay, box. now what? Now, what's your thought on the penalty then? Can we go? Can we go back to the Braithwaite? How, you thought that that's a pen, like that that should be goal looked at by the, the ref. That's clearly not though. It should be goal looked at by. It was then, looked by the VAR ref. It doesn't have to be looked at the floor ref. The floor ref doesn't have to go and actually look at the call unless it's needed by, unless they tell him to. 
Today's game in the Man U game. Today in the Man U game, you can literally see the ref saying, "Yes, I'll go take a look at it." He doesn't have to. He doesn't want to. If he, if the players, if the VARs at the at, in the in the box don't tell him to go look at it, there's no reason for him to go and actually look at the call. I disagree. If with he went to go, if he went to go look at the the VAR the screen, do you think he would have called it? Potentially. Maybe. Maybe yes. No, man. If you can't even tell me right now, yes, then how is the ref going to be like, yes, no, yes? Potentially. What's potentially? I think I think as the final decision maker on the field, he should be able to go so, take a look. So if we went to go take a look and he said no, then you're okay with that? Yeah. yeah. Man, there's no, why, why, does it, why do you have to waste another two minutes for a ref to go look at a screen? It's a it's an El Clasico. It's a top. Yeah, it's an El Clasico. There's four other refs in the box making the calls for you. Why does he have to go into the box and look at the screen for? What are they doing in there? What does it matter what they're doing in there, man? They're doing their jobs. Yeah, I don't care. And he's the main the last decision. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Madrid played a great game. Um, Cruz was brilliant. Modric had a good game when he came on. And he did. And he did something. Nice. Casemiro had a great game. Besides, at the last like, yeah, Casemiro was shutting it down. I think he had like eight tackles, nine clearances, something like that. Great. I game think he's still so underrated. Huh? Yeah, he is. I, I was gonna say one of the most underrated is Nacho. What a game he had to take the role of Ramos. All I'm hearing, all I'm hearing is about great Madrid players having a great game. But yeah, oh, you, Barca still Barca fa- no, but Barca fans still complaining that they didn't get their calls. They didn't get their calls. I don't think anyone in Barca really stood out for me. I was like, okay. He... We can't give credit? But what Barca players deserved that win today? What Barca players, like, that guy worked so hard that they should have won the game. I didn't game. say they deserved a win. What are you talking about now? Nope. Yeah. Like, what? This guy just hates Barca guys. No, I just yeah, hate the fact that you guys always what's your, what's cry your, about Barca. Like, yeah, Beginning of the season, you guys were complaining. Now you guys are like, oh, we're still losing literally Classico. Moved on and started praising Madrid players. What's yeah. That? But it's now three games Barca without winning El Clasico. Or four games. Yep. First time since the 70s, I believe. Three games now. It's, 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 it's like Messi's like eighth El Clasico without scoring or something like that. Seven or eighth, yeah. Yeah, let me ask you guys that. Do you guys think, at least in El Clasico games, Messi needs Ronaldo on that other side to motivate him? No. Oh, of course. That, I don't that think rivalry so. was amazing. Why does he need him motivate for? No, he doesn't need to motivate him. He doesn't need him, but certainly a, like a top player on the opposing team is obviously going to bring some kind of motivation to him, right? But he doesn't need it, you know? Messi he hasn't scored in El Clasico since Ronaldo left. That's crazy. I think the thing is, you, the thing is, you can not score and still perform well. Yeah. No, he performed well. Yeah, he just didn't score. He's all right, but... I think, I think Barca's best performer was Mingueza. Bro, oh my god, Mingueza had an absolute game. The first half, like, Vinicius had his go at him, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, but besides that, man, Mingueza he was... was uh, he's quick. Bro. I didn't realize he was pretty fast. He was staying up with Vinicius, too. Bro, he caught up to Vinicius, man. He had a faster he had a faster sprint speed than Vinicius, too. Yeah, he had like a 34 yeah, point something. He played at yeah. 8.2. Yeah, he was rack one's man of the match, had an excellent game, man, showing great leadership back there. The only thing, great, uh, the only great. thing, the only thing that really caught Barcelona was, I guess, the three at the back, and the lack of like Dest or even Howard Diablo really supporting it defensively. That's what led to the <laughs> first goal. A lot of chances Vinicius running into the line and beating Minguesa sometimes. But besides that, like, Barca needed a little bit more creativity in the front. Yeah, definitely. That's how like, did they score? Madrid, their, how did they score their goal again? 
who Minguesa. Minguesa, right? It was like uh, he tapped. It was off. It was from a corner, but like they played the game after, from across, right? It was a cross, yeah, it was across from Alba, and then like Griezmann kind of dummied over it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if it was yeah. intentional or not. I and think then, so. like oh, it was like a weird hit by Minguesa, like where like kind of hit off his shin, kind of hit off his foot, then went in the back of the net. But they needed more of that, and they didn't. They didn't get much of that that game. Yeah, they didn't at all. There wasn't much. Uh, Griezmann missed a couple of like sitters. Griezmann had one chance, I think. No. I think he had one chance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he was offside. I think yeah, he was offside. He was offside. He was offside. Oh, he might have been. Offside. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much. Uh, they had, a, had quite a few chances, but the final ball I think was lacking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There was no uh, final through ball being put in there. Like Dembele wasn't doing too much. He had that one chance, like where Messi like dribbled past Cruz and then sent him inside the box and then potentially got fouled by Mendy. But besides that, I didn't really do too much attacking wise. Yeah. Which is why he had other chance as well. Yeah, exactly. Like besides that, not too much for his aerial ability. Yeah, but thing. Oh yeah, Courtois is always solid, man. Barca's last, Messi's last, uh, Messi's last classical or no? I don't know. No, 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 no. I think with I think with this new board, I I don't know. I think he'll stay, man. But who knows? But bro, like Barca got like a little unlucky, unlucky with their goals. Like Messi had a corner, like where he almost scored directly from it. Mm-hmm. Hit the crossbar. There was a chance uh, where Moriba at the end of the game. Yeah. If that would have gone in, that was a good goal. Well, yeah. take, taking that would that would have been an all-time classical moment probably. Seventeen-year-old Moriba scoring to equalize. On I think it was his uh, El Clasico debut as well too. Yeah. So that would have been crazy. But whatever. Good went to Madrid. They now sit uh first place in uh second place. Oh, now. second, second. Uh, there are 66 points. Atleti are on 67, and Barca are on 65. So, it's you know, tight, still man. pretty competitive. You know, leagues up for grabs for anyone. I want to ask you guys one more question about that game. Go ahead. Everyone, give me your thought on it. Who do you have all time, Modric or Cruz? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's actually tough, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I, I like. Go, I think Cruz has a uh, like most output in terms of uh, his numbers in El Clasico. I think his assisting records are better, but it's tough to like pick one over the other because they're such both great players and like you need one or the, like you, get, you can't pick one without the other. You know, like it's like Xavier Iniesta yeah. or Xavier Iniesta, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think, but I think like Tony well. just like edges it for me, maybe. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I'm gonna go Tony I, too. I I want to go Tony too. Modric. I kind of rate Modric, man. Yeah, the Ballon d'Or that edges it, or but Cruz has the World Cup. Even just one, even like before that Ballon d'Or, like he, I don't know. I just love the way he plays. He's so elegant. He has a good hit too. They both have oh, good hits. Cruz is pretty elegant too. They both have good I hits. Know, but like, yeah, for me, Cruz is it. like Cruz is like the definition of like efficiency. Yeah, because like, he's German. Yeah, he's German. He's like German engineering, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but man, you got to give Modric his props too. He's 35 and like still bossing it at such a high level, right? Yeah. Facts. Facts. But um, on the other end of Atletico. I mean, yeah, Atletico, man. Other than the other Madrid. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Atleti versus uh, Real Betis. The Beticos ended up tying the game 1-1. Uh, first goal from, came from Carrasco. Uh, Atleti <coughs> were pressing, pressing high up their pitch. Uh, Correa ended up like uh, 
kind of like dribbling around the keeper. Like the ball bobbled and then came to Carrasco, like fainted one guy and then ended up scoring them and the empty net. And then uh, like 15 minutes later, Christian Teo with like a nice hit. Good ball from Alex Moreno on the left. Came to Teo on the volley. Boom, bottom corner. And yeah, then uh, they ended up 1-1 there. Jean-Felix ended up coming off with an injury. Injury, so yeah. these injury woes continue, man. Sucks for them. Well, good for Barca, I, I guess, still, right? I still don't think they're going to be able to finish first place. I don't know, man. The, the bottling genes are starting to come into effect, man. Because like, Barca have to face Atletico still, too, no? They do, yeah, you're right. So I, Barca definitely, That's I feel like they're going to take those three game. points. They're definitely going to take those three points from Atletico easily. Yeah, man, 100%. Even if they, even if they get a healthy Suarez and Felix, I mean, like... The team to really go out there and lose it, I guess, is really Madrid because Madrid have been in good form. If they all go out there and kind of get overwhelmed the Champions League, they might, like, drop some points in the league. But Barca just kind of focus on the league and just kind of go take one game at a time. Yeah, that's true. But Barca also have a... I think it's the Copa del Rey, I believe. They're facing, they're yeah, facing, uh, they're facing Atletico. Bilbao, Bilbao on a Bilbao. Saturday. Bilbao. Next Saturday, yeah. So, so Barca have a chance. It's, a trophy it's one game. It's one game. It's one trophy. As long as they can get something, and Madrid take the league, it's okay. But if Atletico, like I'm saying again, Atletico lose this league, Simeone out, man. That's all they have, yeah. Simeone right. out. Like how many years? And considering like how many points were they clear at one point? Almost ten. Like nineteen. Like that. Not ten, nineteen. 19. No, yeah, it might have been like, might have been eleven or like nineteen or something like that. I, it was, I think it was like sixteen or something like that. It was like quite a bit. Like they, yeah, like yeah, because they were, they were losing at one point. And they had games in hand. Yeah, yeah, they did have games in hand. They were losing games. I remember steady. I think I, I saw that tell you guys. They've only taken like seventeen or like thirteen out of a possible like thirty-three points of like their last eleven games. Like they've really been bottling it. Yeah. yeah. I think they're all getting tired from the system. You think so? It's a high demanding system. system. No, it's a high, high demanding, it's a high demanding system. It is. And Especially it's not fun. Champions League too. It's not fun soccer either. It's not like they're working hard to have fun. No, yeah. <laughs> no, man. They need. Bro, Old Black's the best keeper in the world. No cap. Hard and to argue, so. argue with that. Man. A lot, of, a lot of these players that are playing in the team are world class, but they deserve more. Like Saul, like over the years, he's been so good. He ha- has had big games against big teams, even in Champions League. Yeah. Kolke too. Carrasco had some crazy seasons too. I feel like he left the, the game just to change it up a little bit, but he kind of got bored in China. <laughs> he wanted that check, bro. He wanted that bag. Yeah. Like. And then, I don't know, there's so many. Like I feel like they just deserve it, but like they're not going to get it with Simeone, man. Not at all. But can they afford to get rid of Simeone, though? Yes. Yeah, he's still on contract? I've been saying, man. They, they can't. I swear he's still on contract, man. And since he's the most, not, what, the highest paid yeah. manager, his contract, like, release clause might be pretty high, no? It's one yeah, of those things where it's, you, you really have to pay for him to leave, and you're still yeah. have to pay him, and then you have to pay another guy, too. And you're not even yeah. guaranteed that he's going to be as good or give you, like, that probably guaranteed top three finish, Champions League football, or it's like, if you keep him, you kind of have, like you, whatever you have them until whenever the contract's done, you don't have to worry about paying him and finding somebody else and paying them, and then still being unsure. I guess like they're just kind of happy with that security. Like you know, maybe we can win the league. We'll be in Champions League, so we have that guaranteed check. Yeah. The thing is, like, if they get rid of him, who do they replace him with? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who are you gonna get? Allegri? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll <laughs> see how the league ends. How many games are left now? Seven? I think like eight, like maybe. Eight. Seven or eight? Yeah. yeah. Eight games. But So, you know, anything can happen, right? Anything can happen. Yeah. If Madrid is going far in the Champions League again, like I said, they're going to have a lot of games to play. I definitely feel like they can because their side's a little bit easier. But again, they have the opportunity to win the league as well. So let's see how they do it. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Champions League, Borussia Dortmund are fighting, bro, for that Champions League spot. Crucial game, man. <laughs> ended up uh, was what two one on the weekend. Three two. Three two. Yeah, three two. Come on. Uh, your thoughts on the game, bro? Um, I don't know. It was like a mixed bag. The first half, it was similar to like like Barca. The first half, they played terrible. Like, like they weren't they weren't completing passes. Like in the final third, like they were just making the wrong decisions, and then like they started getting frustrated with each other. And it was like even the com even the commentator made a comment like, "Yo, this isn't this doesn't look good right now." Because literally, like you you'd be in the final third, and like Reyna would mess up a pass, or like Bellingham would like over overhit a ball or something like that, and then the players were like vis visually like you can tell they're frustrated with each other. Yeah, like you know, giving each other the bad passes and stuff like that, and, and it didn't look good, especially when uh, Kalad Kaladjic scored that looping header. Mm -hmm. Stuttgart, they have this giraffe out of nowhere. <laughs> he's huge, bro. This guy's six foot. He's like six foot eight. He's two hundred centimeters. He's huge. They just had him chilling on the box like a like an Austrian Peter Krause, <laughs> and then they and then uh, the left back on Stuttgart Sosa, who's who's definitely a talent to look out for. This guy's also Love like ten Sosa. assists this season from left back. Yeah, wow. eh? and uh, he put in a very nice ball for uh, the Austrian Peter Crouch, and he kind of hit that looping header. And then I think honestly, like it wasn't it was a it nice was lucky. header, it was but lucky. I think hits hits should have done better. Yeah, and he definitely could have. It was one of those moments again where it's like if we have like a not even like a crazy like world class keeper, but just like someone a little bit better than hits. Is that is that something that can get saved? Probably, maybe. Um, but then, second half, there was a really good response right right off right off the bat. Second half, uh, two minutes after half, first Bund yeah, first Bundesliga goal. Uh -huh. Reina with a nice little layoff, so it was nice good finish, good too. assist there. And then, uh, pretty much, well, ten not even ten minutes after, um, More made a nice run to the center, played a nice ball over Holland with a little dummy. A little Pretty dummy good. turn, like this guy, yeah. This guy opened up his legs so wide, he fit a mini cooper yeah. his leg. And then Royce <laughs> with a nice little finish there. Um, and then it was the Stuttgart second goal was like it was like a, it was like one of those games for More where it was like good and then bad and then good and then bad. Yeah, and that pass back was like I, I don't know if he bad, didn't see the Stuttgart man. player or I don't know if he missed it that the pass, pass or he misjudged it, but it was a terrible pass. And then he sent Stuttgart on like a five on two. Uh, Emery yeah. Chan made a bad decision and kind of rushed the player and left the kanji mm -hmm. all by himself. And the kanji couldn't really do much. Um, then they tied it at two. And then uh, the savior of the game, Mr. Ansgar, came on. Um, and he scored that Hello. really nice uh, first first professional goal. It was a nice finish into the bottom corner there, which was good to see. Mm -hmm. And then they just saw the game out. But a couple game. concerning things, Bellingham, Royce, and Hummels. All had to get subbed off because they were. Oh hurt. shoot! Yeah, man. So that's that's three pretty crucial players. From what I'm what I'm seeing, like like just over the, like on Dortmund Twitter, it seems like they're gonna be okay to go for the game for the game on Wednesday against City, which is obviously <laughs> very good. good. But 
but uh, we'll see. But yeah, it was a really good performance from Bellingham, man of the match, first goal, and it was another another great performance from the back kid. to back good performances. Really good eh? Really good. Remember team, the yeah. name, Hallen, man. Yeah. He's gotten a little missing. Yeah, he's uh, he's not really scoring right now. It was good to see him. He got he got uh, he had a he had a he had a big role to play on the second and third goal. Like the second goal with that really clever dummy. Uh, and in the third goal, he played the pass to Ansgar to get he got himself an assist there. Um, but yeah, like I, I I feel like teams now are starting to kind of figure him out a little bit and kind of realize you know like I don't think he likes don't to be played in behind. He likes to use his speed. He's... And then he only has a left foot, so teams are starting to understand. Okay, if we can you know cut off his left foot, make the angle tight. If the keepers are starting to come up a lot a little earlier to kind of sweep up the play, um, and you and you saw it against. City a couple times where the keeper kind of rushed out and the keeper cut down his angle. And you saw it even in this game against Stuttgart where the keeper, you know, came out and cut him off multiple times. And the defenders were always trying to cut off his left foot and not really giving him that chance to, you know, to shoot. So I feel like he's going to have to kind of, you know, develop something yeah. to kind of give himself another option. Because right now he's, he's kind of getting figured out a little bit. And you, and you can tell he's getting a little bit frustrated. But... You think it's other teams figuring him out or him, like, no. kind of in a slump? No, it's transfer talks, dude. Yeah, that too. But Raul yeah, is in his head, bro. Raul is in his head. tour in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> why, did, why did he need this? Mid-season. I, I, mid I don't think, I don't think it was his when, choice to do that. When else are you going to go? Yeah, when else, bro? Bro, yeah. got to get ready for the summer. Nah, you got to go in there. Bro, you don't want to go to Spain? Yeah, sure, but right now <laughs> he went on vacation. Focus on Dortmund. Dortmund's still in Champions League. Dortmund's no, still but looking it's... for things move fast. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it, it's not him. Tell that to tell it tell that to Werner, bro. Tell that to Werner. He's probably the biggest dollar signs he's ever seen in his career <laughs> with yeah. Holland right now, and he knows he needs to cash in. He knows he yeah, is, he's going to get what twenty mil. His dad's going to get a cool twenty mil. <laughs> I I saw I saw I saw that Raiola wants to make Holland the first one million euro per week earner. What? And some club is going to be stupid enough to pay that. Nah, Barca, chill, bro. We don't need him. <laughs> we got enough high wages on the roster. That's what I'm saying. But you guys gotta chill, bro. You guys are still paying off Dembele. So you guys gotta chill with that first. Of all. <laughs> but second of all, bro, I, I, all I'm saying, bro, is be careful, bro, because I know Dortmund. They're not gonna sell him for anything less than probably 150 million. And I think if a club pays 150 million for him, I think they're gonna regret it. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight up. Will they regret it though? What if he turns out to be so. this generational talent so. and player? I think I think right now because he's all cut up in these transfer talks, you could look at the same thing as Lotaro. Once he got those transfer talks to Barca, he was rewarded. Yeah. He was doing nothing. Exactly. Now that they're gone, he's staying at Inter. Everything went away. He's he's performing again. It was a similar thing with Sancho too. When he had those transfer talks last summer, it, it messes with the. With a player's head, especially yeah. if you're a young young player. But especially that—that's the issue, though. It's like if you, if you have a manager like Raiola, who's gonna who's gonna constantly be looking to shop you around to these big clubs so that he can get that that agent fee. Yeah. Like that's gonna be something that it's he's not gonna just go to this next club and stay there for ten years. He's gonna be going to three, four, five, six different clubs throughout his career because Raiola knows that he wants to cash in. Look at look at look at him with Zlatan. How many clubs did he go through? <laughs> gonna be a simple Bear. thing man it's sometimes a tricky when you have an agent like that it's like you need to mentally prepare yourself to to, to be going through this right and, and he's he's still a kid and i think at the end of the day like 
they got to be careful because at the end of the day, they could fumble the bag. You know what I mean? Because if, awesome. if, if, if you mess with – he's 20 years old. If you mess with, with, his, with his mentality and he's off, at the end of the day, he's a goal scorer. And the biggest part of being a goal scorer is, is, is the mental aspect. Confidence. You, mess up, you, you yeah. mess up with that mentality and that confidence, your bag is fumbled. Yeah. I don't know, wrong. You, know, you know what I like to see, though? What? Just – especially at Dortmund, all these young players are just thriving. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They have a great system set up. So that's I what is. Here's a question. Let's yeah, say, let's say you're a young talent, right? Yeah. What team would you want to play for, like to if you were like Dorman. looking to develop and stuff? You know what yeah, I mean? Dortmund. 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 Ajax. Ajax. Maybe. Ajax would be a good Dortmund show. Ajax yeah. is definitely a good show. Arsenal? No. Nah. Ew. <laughs> Ajax. <laughs> I'd even take PSV. PSV is not bad either. What Premier League club would you take though? If it had to be a Premier League club, Prem? Premier League. Mm, not uh, Manu. Manu. Leicester. Maybe Manu. Manu. Yeah, I feel like Manu gives their young talent a great chance. So yeah. they, I yeah, think, they I think, I think it depends on 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 your man on the manager too. It's like you need yeah. to look at what manager is going to kind of give you your your best option, right? It's like you see. Um, Ole, he's not really afraid to play the younger yeah, players. Exactly. Like you've seen him give uh, a lot of youth players chance. You've seen him give Greenwood some, you know, extended minutes. You've seen McTominay. Williams last season. He got a lot of minutes through Williams last McTominay. season as well. Uh-huh. McTominay, he's taken a huge step under Ole as well. He went from just kind of like a rotational guy to, you know, that really key Carter. member of the midfield. Yes. Right? Does Barca get a show? I think for La Liga, yeah. Probably, yeah. Meh. Uh, under Don Coleman? You're saying a young player choosing a club to go to? Yeah, to I mean, like grow and develop. I think like if you're a young player going to Barca, I think they're going to favor Masia over you. So I don't know about Barca. What about Pedri? What about Pedri, yeah. Pedri's once yeah, another. He's like, once? Pedri's he's, like... He's, he's an exception. Yeah. That's because he's better than all of them. He's just happens. quality. Happens, yeah, but yeah, yeah most of I would choose Dortmund because, like, obviously, they're known for that, and like, the it's so different. Many different nationalities all over the place. It, like, really Americans are yeah. thriving, like, they they take a Canadian, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The vibes, the vibes are the pretty vibes crazy, but I think, sure. like, I think what you're seeing now is a lot more clubs and a lot more managers willing to take that risk and to like give youth a chance over the last what three years. Unless you're Juventus, like yeah, yeah, unless unless you're like an Italian club, pretty much. But it's like no, if, if you ask this Milan question maybe like five years ago, <laughs> like you'd probably only say maybe you'd say Dortmund, maybe you'd say Ajax. But names like Manu, names like Barca, you probably wouldn't give those shouts because before, like those teams were kind of the managers were like afraid to give their youth a chance. They 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 would only want you know back then proven back or then Barcelona proven. But now it's like. I think all these teams are seeing, like you know, the success, the success stories of you know players coming through Dortmund, or even seeing someone like Alfonso Davies at Bayern. The thing is that kind of get thrown out there and have a crazy season, and, and and like they're just willing to take that risk now. So it's like crazy. It's good to see. The thing is that with players like teams like these, and like back in the day, imagine like a Roy Keane in the middle coming against like a freaking Pedri. You know what I mean? Like that kid's gonna get his legs broken. And the game's changed now, so it's defending a lot of the players. There's bar now, so you can't get players out there like 
tackling hard, making like it's less aggressive the game or less more phys- less physical I can say. And that's why they have teens, right? They're not fully developed. They have smaller bodies. They're quick, though. That's why they're able to really, nowadays, it's more about speed, having that talent and the energy and, and like, that, like the longevity being one of the last games, right? Isn't that phys- physical, though? Not not physically, though. Like, even, like, looking at looking at players like Fonzie's playing out wide, it's more speed-based. Fatih's more winger speed-based. A lot of these higher, younger players are more attackers or, I guess, full wingers, right? Mbappe's tall. Wait, mean he's like full more wing based. Players like in the middle, like yeah. McTominay, who grew up playing in the midfield, but he's like yeah, still young in a way, or even growing up a younger. He's a big boy. He's what six four, six something. Yeah. Even even Holland as even Holland as a striker, yeah. how he's prospering so well because he's a big kid, right? They're big. Imagine yeah. having a. It's hard for like players like Fatih to play like a striker position because he's so small. That's why he plays really well from the wing. Or in fullbacks, even as defenders, really, it's really hard seeing a strong, really young defender out there because the students will get like bit bigger as much as they're a little taller, and that's something that can be really quick too, like Minguez and stuff. But just having that physical, like, uh, aspect in your like actual like physique is just one thing, part of your game as well. And that's that's it's one thing that's changed. To break in. That's one thing. Okay. That's one one thing, for, especially that changed over the years. It's really that phys- physical football has is more like speed and technical now. Where the ball just moves a lot faster than it used to be. Before you'd hold the ball, right? You'd able to shield the ball. You're able to protect that ball. Nowadays, you're moving that ball a lot quicker. So it's not about your physical; it's more about speed, right? So. I think this all got changed from uh, because of tiki taka. That's it. That was the only way to counter that tiki taka is to sit back, and counter that team hard. That's gonna possession keep possession against you, right? Keep that high press possession. You need those fast players to counter fast. And that's where that style of play comes in. I mm-hmm. Yeah, football's all about cycles, man. Like, two years ago, five plus years ago, Tiki Taka, short, quick passing. Now it's just, like, stamina. Now you could run the longest, Now it's right? counter. Now it's more yeah. get that ball through kind of thing. So Five at the back, counter. Wing back. That's football. That's football, bellies. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, Dortmund are, what, fifth place right now? Saying seventh place or seven points uh, behind fourth? You think they could uh, get the Champions League spot? Uh, Wolfsburg keeps dropping points. <laughs> yeah, I think like honestly, before like, like, like I I saw a stat like in the in the second half of the season, Frankfurt are the best team in the Bundesliga in the second half of the season. They've they've had the most points. They're they played. They're playing well. They've been like they've 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 beaten the big teams too. Like they beat Dortmund. They beat Bayern. Like they they've had like some really good performances. So I think. Especially looking at like kind of the remaining fixtures, Frankfurt are going to be a tough one to I think knock off, which I think is is okay in some in some ways because they beat Wolfsburg, so it, it kind of makes Wolfsburg I guess maybe they could kind of look at Wolfsburg. They still need to play Leipzig, they still need to play Bayern, Jeez. and they still need to play Dortmund. So those are three That's tough games, but I think it's going to come down to that Dortmund versus Wolfsburg game. If Dortmund can't get the three points in that game, then there's no shot. They can they can make the top four, but if they can, then anything's possible. Obviously, but I think like that game should be one that they have marked super highly yeah. on their calendars because that's going to be, I think, the make or break game if they if they want to make Champions League <laughs> football. If not, then uh, I'm going to be watching some football on Thursdays. <laughs> Would it be too crazy to say that Leipzig have a chance of winning uh, the Bundesliga? Only five no, points still, behind Bayern. Yeah, they're still five. Um, 
I think it Bayern wouldn't have been, tied. It wouldn't have been too crazy to think about that if they didn't lose to to Bayern. But yeah, I think yeah. that game was crucial for the season just because it kind of gave Bayern that kind of room to slip up. Like they, Bayern tied this weekend, but if you look at the team they played, it was almost like a BC team. Like there wasn't yeah, really too many players. They they had like a lot of young kids in there playing. Yeah, more focused on the Champions League. Luciana. Yeah, I think it'll be tough without Lewandowski, but I think for the most part in the Bundesliga they should be okay to win enough games to win. I think I think the top four will finish out. I think it'll be Bayern, Leipzig, Frankfurt, and then I think Dortmund will sneak in there. Yeah, eh? yeah. Oh, that's just that's just me being super hopeful. <laughs> I can we'll see, see it, man. Even the Frankfurt the Wolfsburg game was pretty crazy. I watched like the first couple minutes of it. Wolfsburg scored, and then like right after Frankfurt scored. Yeah, and two it, minutes later. I think, it, I think it finished like four three the game. Yeah, yeah. man, four three for Frankfurt. Kostic, yeah, man. Frankfurt, I remember the I remember the first Frankfurt goal. Frankfurt were missing like some key players too. They're missing Hinteregger, who's been one of like the better defenders in the Bundesliga this season. Um, but like it's it's really interesting to see like a team that, that's playing with like two strikers and and, and doing well because like nowadays like barely any teams play with two strikers anymore. They usually just play with one striker up front. That's so true. Or if they do play with two strikers, they'll be with like a striker and then the other striker will kind of be like a like a false nine second striker type. But like Frankfurt play with like Jovic and Silva and they're both like just they're both Clinical. nines. And they, yeah. they play I mean, like really well together. It can be it really can be something that can help. It can definitely be something that can help and then like even it depends, right? If the two players can work together. Because just yeah. think about it. Just think about the defenders now. They have to defend four players with the two wingers four players in total and then that's coming against the hopefully a team that doesn't play high wingbacks right so yeah but Jovic always played good with another striker even when Rebic was on the team yeah he played well with Rebic he played well with uh, Haller as well Um, yeah so I think yeah I think Jovic is definitely a player that thrives with that second striker and now it seems like him and Andre Silva are kind of starting to get that understanding of you know how to play with each other and uh, it could be interesting to see, like, if, if they both stick around next season, it could be interesting to see Frankfurt in Champions League next season. Although, I did see something on Twitter, which I thought was pretty interesting. Apparently, the manager of Frankfurt is going to be taking over Gladbach next yeah, season. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Is that, is that you know, know? It's kind of weird. Like, it's like, if anything, it's like a, a, kind of like a sideways step, but it's like, if you want a challenge, you, you did well with, and you, you took them to Champions League, and it's like then you're just gonna leave to go for a team that's probably not gonna be playing any kind of European football. It's kind of a weird one. Maybe but, maybe the money. Hey man, maybe, maybe the, the money. Maybe the bag was nice. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he likes a challenge. They're, they're willing to pay more. They have like a bigger budget for the team. Maybe he they like told him that. Maybe. Who knows? I'm right? sure there's reasons why they would we would say yes. Yeah. It's a weird one though. Well, we'll see how the Bundesliga. It's almost. I know they have a couple more games more than regular season because I know they play a little bit more. I think, I think play... every, every league's around eight still right now. I think yeah, Bundesliga is a little bit yeah. longer though. No, I think it might I be a little shorter. A little I think shorter. they play. I think they play. I want to say thirty six, thirty six, or thirty four. Then they have less teams then. They have a uh, thirty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah, there's a, so there's a, there's about six games to play still. So there's still a lot yeah. more points to get. So we'll see how that league ends up, man. Yeah. Saturday morning, seven thirty. Man City leads. Oh my god! Bro, big result. I was up early. I was like, surprisingly, I was tired. I'm like, I have to watch this game because I see how Man City loses. Yeah, doing nothing. I was hoping Man City was losing, man. I was freaking screaming. Two one, man. 
First with goal, a man down too, bro. First goal, I think it was like 40th minute. Like, man, leads that were getting no shots, nothing. Like, literally, yep. Man City were taking over that whole half. Leads were kind of sitting back, hopefully sending some players through. Uh, Rafinha was getting some balls fed in. I think, was the other player Costa? Elder Costa? I think the other guy is was getting balls sent through in as well. Their yep. first shot came in the 41st minute by Dallas. Stuart Dallas, bro. Dude, what a hit. That was a little bit nice little play they had, too. Like, it was off for counter play, too. I think Elder had her send something, hit off Banford. Banford just laid it off. And that yeah. Dallas strike. Ederson literally just looked at it. And he's like, hopefully it's not going. He looks back and balls in the net. Yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I was going crazy. Yeah, 1-0 like, for them there. Man City, uh, the lead up second to the, half. To the half, they got a red card, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. At first, I'm like, that's no way that's a card. At first, I thought, okay, yeah, it's a yellow card or whatever. He stopped. He got the ball. But I can see why the red card was called. It was pretty harsh, bro. It, he did get the ball, but definitely cleats in and looked like he definitely took his knee out. But yeah, Jesus was fine. Got up strong. Um, And then that's when they started playing the ball, played the ball. They were playing pretty well defensively with only 10 men. Leads until the yeah, goal came up. I mean, up. they were parking the bus the whole time. They had to, right? But then... I think it was um, Ferran Torres Torres score, but I think it was Bernardo Silva that was playing with him. Once yep. one leads player steps out of his position, Man City just knows what Gordon to get great position. The players Fernando was just dropped into the right position. Bernardo Silva got into the right position. One two, exactly. Fernando Torres scores. One one. I'm like, hopefully this game ends. No more goals for Man City. And man, the last 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 like. Last, last play of the game, 91st minute. 91st minute. Man, that counter quickly ball through. Holy shit. There was another chance there too, Rafinha. Yeah, Before, Rafinha had a chance too. But... Anderson came out with his nice legs out. And like, mm-hmm. Rafinha, man, you had it, you had it, you had it. And at the end of the game, comes from the goalie. Goalie throws it out to the wide wing. Wing comes in. Ball is played through right to Dallas. Dallas takes one touch, beats the defenders, and right through the legs of Ederson. I'm like, oh my God, it's going crazy. Yeah, man. Massive game for Leeds there, bro. Beating first place Man City. Didn't City man rest man. like seven players? What? Didn't City rest a lot of guys? They they rested De Bruyne. De Bruyne was not playing. Um, Mara didn't play. Walker didn't play. Most didn't play. Either way, the strong 11. Gun- yeah. yeah, but either way, Gundogan came off the bench. Rodri didn't play. Diaz didn't play. But... Again, every play. single player on that pitch was still ten. I, on paper, you can still say it's better than any Leeds player, right? Yeah. Or is more of a proven, proven, proven player. But Leeds came out, man. They're saying, "Screw this. We need it." They're taught. They're ninth place now. They're doing well. Yeah, big three points for them. Good managing by um, Bielsa. And then end of the game, I think just <laughs> I don't know. Pep Guardiola is just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think he cares too much, man. They're still in first. They're still in first, but Man, Man U was two games behind. We can jump to the Man U game now. They were two games behind. Man U were two games behind. They're, I think, I know Man City needed 11 points of his their next game to fully get the title. They need 11 points in their next um, how many whatever games are left. But once they get those 11 points, like there's no way they can uh, they can get the they can come back anymore or lose the oh, chance. Yeah? yeah, once they get the 11 points, they're officially champions. But okay, um, it's probably different now because Man U won today. But Man U had two games now. And they play their game today. 
I honestly thought they were gonna come. They came out. It was gonna be a tough game, but again, Tottenham were off of poor, poor form. Mourinho's still not doing it for them, man. Like I, I don't know. That being of the season, there was something else. You were seeing something great. End of the last season too, but I don't know. I don't it's know. That Mourinho ball, bro. I don't know. It's not paying off now. Now, do you guys think that was a call back from the Cavani first goal? Uh, there were literally three or four elbows in the first half. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little dirty. The first half, the, the first half, the first elbow was uh, and Pogba onto um, Awar. I know play, a lot of play, people are saying maybe that was a red card too, but that wasn't look. VAR didn't go really go into it either. I know he kind of just really hit him on the line. The linesman was there too. She didn't say anything, which was different. Yeah, weird. but um. Yeah, that was one elbow. The second elbow came onto Rashford again. It was like right out, right out, right outside the box. He had the ball. Nothing, no call, no yellow, nothing. And then the one call on McTominay it wasn't an elbow, but it was a hand to the face. But that one he to me, him. that one to me though, like obviously he's not gonna look he back and know where his face and then slap him. It's just that Son literally put his hand on him first. So yeah, he went to grab his jersey. Imagine, right? imagine Son grabbed his jersey, whatever, or had his hand on him, and and McTominay fell. That's a foul on us, right? But obviously, McTominay is going to pull, move his arm away, go for a chance on goal and get the goal. But when the hand is, when you see first son grabbing his hand and then he's moving it, where's the foul there? I don't know. They went to VAR. They checked it. They said it was no goal. That was a foul. Bro, what? I don't like how Sun was on the floor for that long, bro. Like, and he had, like, got, the like, whole team around him. Smack to the nose, bro. Like, and he was down for, like, a few minutes. Like, come on. It's strategic, though, because if he's on the floor that long, the ref <laughs> has to go back in. Yeah. I guess. He, he milked it a bit. Yeah. yeah, man. Like He definitely milked it. Bar went to check that, no goal, and then you come here, Matt, Tom and ha- Tottenham come, go, come off of that. A um, couple minutes after that, calls done. They score a goal. Sun, nice finish. But sometimes a lot of teams go into this half saying, like, fuck, like, screw, like, this game is crazy. Like, these refs are calling bad calls. Like, we should have got a goal there. Their morale goes down. They're losing 1-0 at half already. I was surprised. I honestly thought they were going to come and, like, lose their chances even fighting for that title. You know what I mean? But luckily they came into the second half and literally, like, like we got, this is still our game. This is still our game. They played, they played pretty well the first half. And they played much, much better second half, Man U. Yeah, 100%. Bro, Pogba was bossing it in the midfield, bro. Pogba was man of the match. Pogba man of the match? I could even say... I could even say... Or maybe Cavani. I could even say Cavani, too. He was playing wing. He was playing pretty wide. Wide. He was left wing, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but in the second half, I can say he literally tucked in a little bit more with a little bit more supporting role. Because it was hard for him to get really past our on the wing with speed. But he was still able to get past our with just ball control and just movement and just dribbling, because let yeah. alone Cavani with his movement with that uh, the first goal with um, first goal again was oh my god that that quick touching that uh, quick one touch play beautiful yeah. beautiful beautiful if honestly if they did not score that chance and Cavani had that opportunity, but luckily Fred came and picked up the the garbage there and was able to put that away, but that was a great great ball. Ball playing from them, kind of like Lacazette's first goal for Arsenal. Nice little passing oh, yeah. play, and then the finish. And then uh, the second goal, Bruno Fernandez right to the legs. Greenwood, nice cross in. 
Cavani with his matador diving header. Oh my god, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a, I've not seen a diving header in so long. <laughs> bro, when I think diving header, I think a Robin Van Persie World Cup, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, from sure. from that point on, you can tell like Tottenham were not playing. Tottenham were not playing a good game to me either. Like even in the first half, they're not nah, playing man. great. Like as much as you had Harry Kane and Son in the fit, pitch and stuff, their midfield is like. Lo Celso non-existent. Yeah. What like, did you Kane have there? and Son can only do so much. And Dobele right? like, was doing all right. Who else was in the middle they had? Hoiberg. Uh, Hoiberg. Hoiberg was doing all pretty good in the middle. He wasn't playing defense. But he was pretty good in the middle. He's, He's more of a holder, though. Yeah. 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 And then you had Dyer back there. Literally just, again, poor game. Fullbacks weren't doing that much. Rujelio had this couple of runs up. But, he, again, not clinical. Defensively, he was getting beat a lot, too, by Rashford a little bit. An hour near the end of the game, too. Just Pogba. Not hour. Sorry, Aurier. <laughs> <laughs> Aurier. He's just getting beat by like just Pogba just having that end of the game performance, which is moving that ball. And that last chance of Greenwood and scoring. Greenwood just said, like, nice I'm scoring finish. this and just banged a strike that. He's such a good power. He can finish off both legs. So you can saw Ruhelian. Ruhelian was going to go into his left. He drops the body a little bit, goes to his right, just rips it. Beautiful goal. Did that did that did, did that game or that goal send him into the England squad? I hope not. Maybe man. Why? Yeah, you, uh, you see the, the gaffer was there. Oh, Southgate. he was there. I didn't notice. Yeah, probably. Gareth Southgate was at the match. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of English day. players, a lot of English players playing right at that game. Had their um, that's true. Their captain and but, you had uh, Harry Maguire. I know he was at the game where uh, Trent scored that <laughs> last minute goal. Yeah, it's really uh, good too. Dude, that was a good, that was a good game. He was there, so I think Trent's back in the squad now. You think so? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. For a few bases off just goals, goals that players score. I don't know about the team. I I th- I think it's gotta depend too, like who they're coming up against. Like, I, do you guys think Bisaka is gonna make the squad? I, th- I think he's. Uh, I, I don't know, man. He hasn't gotten called up, called up once. I don't think yeah. so. Aaron Aaron Bissaka is not is not England national team worthy. Again, today today he played just a right back position. I don't think he did anything more than what he is expected to do or anything less. He just played his position. He played well defensively, but going forward. All of his balls are just like right to the floor, low ground. It's like nothing can really get nice and crossed in from him. He can't. He's not really effectively attacking wise. When it comes to the, when they switch the ball to him, he'll bring the ball down away. Okay, it's fine. He'll just pass it to someone else. But he can't really develop an attacking play. But let's say, for example, if if you're if you're England, you're coming up against a team that has like a really talented left winger, and you just need someone to clamp him up. Reese James. You think Reese James defensively uh, is better than like a Bisaka? Defensively, then that's different. If you want to put Aaron Bisaka of that one game where he needs to defend that one winger, who maybe like for example, you have name against Portugal in mean, Brazil, you have Neymar on the wing. But is that really a thing though? Like, do teams call up a player just so they could do like one specific role like that in one like off game? No, you want well, to really. That's the thing. It depends. Depends. If you have a pretty, if you have a pretty deep def- defense where you have one attacking winger and one defensive winger. Why not, right? One of each kind of thing. But in the in a situation, for example, you're replacing facing Brazil, you have Neymar on the wing, or yeah, you're playing France and you have Mbappe on the wing. Like you really need that yeah, defensive minded. Trent in that game. That's like, the thing, right? Mbappe. Walker's starting for them. Walker's the starter, no? 
But is Kyle, yeah, is Walker, Kyle Walker better than Bisaka defensively, man? I don't know. Maybe not, <laughs> but like. He's still physically so strong. Juan Bissaka's worthy of being in the England team, but he just won't. Like, there's not too many guys called up. Yeah. I think that's kind of unfair, to be honest. Why, bro? You got you got Trippier, you got Walker, and you got maybe Trent Overham or James rather. Than all of those right backs. He should he should just change his nationality and go play. For yeah, but for, well, for what England play and how they play, do you oh, want know, the most offensive fullback? He's unlucky in that that sort of. Uh... They have a lot of right backs. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But yeah, Liverpool with a late winner. And. Uh... Well, what happened? Uh, West Ham beat Leicester, right? Four three. Oh my God! Three two. That was three a good two. game. Jesse Lingard, man. There's some big Jesse results. Lingard. Bro, someone drug test this man, bro. This guy's on fire, dude. Is, is Jesse forcing his way into the squad? He does. Is he if he his way into Ballon d'Or talks. That's the real thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. No. <laughs> dude, Jesse might take Madison's spot. Hey, oh, he if, if 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 Lingard's a player, have a spot though. If Lingard has a is a player in form, if Lingard's a player in form, why not? Right? I mean, yeah. he's got eight goals in twenty twenty one. He can hit. He hit a nice ball has, today. Nice. Did you see that list of players that he has more goals than? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everyone. <laughs> I, was I think it was like the Bruyne. I think uh, there's the Bruyne. There's Mane. There is Richarlison. Um. Like, there's a lot of big names. I can't yeah. remember the full list off the top of my head, but players like De Bruyne, players like Mane. Um, I don't know if Harry Kane was on that list, too. He Mane, Richarlison, Grealish, Foden, Mount, Firmino, Rodriguez, Werner, De Bruyne, and Pepe. Yeah. Warner, the Warner's easy. That's an easy one. Warner's <laughs> on there, too, yeah. But, but these are crazy, these are Some big names. You think, You'll never compare Lingard. You'll never compare Lingard to these players, but Lingard has really yeah. shown and proven why he's... And he and he still has has so much time. He's he's young talent. Yeah, twenty seven, yeah. huh? <laughs> he's generational. <laughs> yeah, big dub from West Ham there, three two win. Kalehi yeah. Kalehi Ianacho with uh, two goals towards the end of the game was not enough. And West Ham right. uh, takes the three points it's and they're crazy. what fourth place. Fourth place. I'm looking yeah. at this West Ham team and it's like if you look at their like, just like their lineup, like just based off of like it's not a good on lineup, paper. But, uh, you wouldn't think that this team is fighting for Champions League football in the Premier League. That that's, I was gonna say that ahead of Chelsea, ahead of Spurs, ahead of Arsenal. That West like, Ham team, crazy. that West Ham team reminds you of that old so um, Arsenal side with um, Chamak up top, Bentner, yeah. like Olachi, like just mediocre just players, weird, but just like, actually still making top four every single year. <laughs> yeah, like who's West Ham captain? What? Moise. 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 No. Moise. No, it's Brendan Rodgers, no? No, Brandon West Ham? Lester. West Ham. Captain, no? no, West Ham coach. Captain? Coach, coach, coach. Yeah, coach. What? Moise, David West Moise. Ham's coach yeah, is Moise. Moise. David Moise. Moise. Oh, yeah, what am I saying? Uh, Rodgers is Leicester. Yeah, 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 true, you're right. Yeah. And they got Mark Noble as captain, no? Mark Noble. Mark Noble. Yeah. Mark Noble. Right, you know those memes of uh, when Mark Noble uh, meets Messi in the, in the Champions League next year? <laughs> bro, they didn't, even have, they didn't even have their star player, Rice. Yeah, yeah. bro, he was in the stands. Crazy, bro. Look at that suit check. Yeah. But yeah, can West Ham secure that Champions League spot? Yeah, I think so. 
No yeah. one, no one besides, no one below the bottom four like is really performing that great. Like Liverpool isn't doing that good. Spurs aren't doing that good. Aston Villa's not like they're there. You guys think Spurs got up in uh, Mourinho? Yeah. You guys think it's it's time to go? It's time to go. He's not. They're not getting better. You should go manage in the league on. Yeah, he'd probably be good there. What about manage Portugal? Oh, the league on North. Nah. He's too young. He'd be nice back in the city. Yeah. Too, I think. Yeah. Hey, bro, like, be what? careful what you wish for. Pirlo? No, I don't want my youth. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Speaking of Serie A, so Serie A, we'll start with Juventus, yeah? Yeah, 3-1 winning against Genoa. Yeah, yeah against a mid-table Genoa, honestly. Without without the poker guy, the poker boys, with uh, McKenny Artur and Dybala, didn't start. They honestly still played pretty good without them. Um, the poker boys. The poker boys, dude. They came Party on. They all... Party boys. Huh? Party? <laughs> yep. Kenny threw a uh, poker party. COVID party? What? Really? <laughs> poker. Just those guys were there? Huh? Just those guys were there? Yeah, it the was three like amigos. McKinney, and me. Wait, the other mans weren't invited or? Nah. Only guys who drank mate. What language? They just don't play. They just don't play. Poker. Yeah, what language were they speaking? No, nah, we were speaking in English, dude. Shut up. <laughs> Who's we? You speak French? Right? That is a uh, weird one, bro. Talking English, dude. Ben. Yeah, how did those guys become friends? <laughs> they play on the same talk. I guess they're they're the party animals. <laughs> Clearly, bro. <laughs> anyway, uh, first goal from Kulusevski was. Bro, Quadrado, man, he was creating danger, bro. Quadrado, that's yeah, what man. he does, man. That's what he does. Little pass off to Kulusevski, a light curler. Into that's the, a nice finish, too. Into the far left. But then if you go on to the second goal, that has to be the scrappiest goal I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> For real, bro. You had Chiesa put on the burners. Take a shot. He's so good. He is so good. He, uh, big save by Perrine on to Ronaldo. Ronaldo has like a, some like weird flick that hit, hit off the post, off to hit back to Morata. And Morata, bang. Then, yeah, that's uh, the second goal. <laughs> uh, then the third goal. I can't remember the third goal. Who was it? What was it? Oh, it was Yeah. McKenny, and, yeah. Uh, assist by Danilo. Danilo had a great game today. Fantastic. Looked like it was offside. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was offside too. The whole no, general team just stopped. If you, if you actually look at it, it wasn't offside. <laughs> the general players thought it was. Yeah. The general, general was terrible. They had a terrible game. I don't know what they were doing today. But, terrible uh, game there. Um. So, yeah, those were our three goals. They ended up scoring a goal, which, uh, didn't allow us to get our shutout, but big three points that <coughs> that we needed because now it's uh the top like two to seven is all it's all close it's all it's ten points within even like AC Milan AC Milan's only a point ahead of us they they got their win yeah on uh, Saturday three one Ibra got a red card in the sixtieth which is huge for us to pass them that's true but, why though why did you get a red again uh, he said something stupid to the ref and. Uh, <laughs> That's just stupid on his part because the fact that it's 10 points from second to seven, which is doesn't mean like 
like teams in fifth and sixth, I believe, are pretty are still pretty close to pass like Milan and Juve for the top four position. So, for him to not be playing in possibly like one to two games for the next one to two games, the only eight games left, crucial. It's kind of stupid for he's like the captain of the team, not really, but he's the captain of the team, an experienced player. Yeah, he makes the team tick pretty much. Not having him is going to be a big loss. Yep. Do you think they're going to finish top four? Milan, yeah, I think so. They're they're still playing incredible. Like away, their away results have have been like almost like unbeaten. How does your top four shake out? I think uh, I think Atalanta's going to scrape up. I think it's going to be the top three and the Atalanta fourth. So you think, you think you were going to pass Milan? Uh, yeah. Are they going to pass Inter? No. no. <laughs> Inter with another win. These guys don't stop winning. They're is, like on 11 games. Is Inter, I think they have. Is Inter the best team in Europe? No. <laughs> They're not even in Europe. Ah uh, <laughs> Inter's dominating right now. Nine, nine <laughs> consecutive are. wins, bro. Oh, it's nine, yeah. But uh, nice uh, link up play with the wingbacks, Hakimi to Darmian. Bang. Nestor win. Then a big result for Atalanta, beating Fiorentina 3-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Lazio still has to play. They do. I want to say Vlahovic. He, he's talking very big. He's like, I have the potential to be as good as Haaland is. He was saying that? Yeah, he was saying that. Really? He probably, he like, probably does, I, bro. There was, like, quotes on it. That I think IFTV posted it. And... Yeah, he's he's been scoring like every week now. Yeah, I mean you gotta bet on yourself, right? He's a good goal scorer, man. Yeah, I would love to you for Juve to pick him up. Oh my <laughs> gosh, here we go. What they won't get him on a free transfer, bro. Relax. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why do you say Holland? He said Holland. I don't know. I maybe like, uh, someone said like you have. No, I, I think it's because like he's he's like just behind Holland for like. Um, league goals by like an under 21 player or something like that so i oh, think man. like they probably like whoever was talking to him probably brought up that stat i'm assuming probably yeah but, that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah but, yeah um lazio actually did play they won one nothing as well as roma also won one nothing roma likes getting results against the mid table to lower table teams they can't uh-huh. do it against any other teams uh-huh. uh and yeah that's uh pretty much the city. Uh, you think? Think you think it's a wrap for Inter? Yeah, no, that's they won the league. It's pretty much from second to like sixth now. That's what's up for grabs. Europa League and Champions League. Is Juve gonna like, maintain a Champions League spot? I think so. They got they got they got Dybala back. They got <laughs> Artur and McKenny back. So. Oh my gosh, Dybala's back. Party boys. Party boys are back. <laughs> the, the poker boys. That's it, eh? They play Atalanta <laughs> as their next fixture. That's a pretty big game. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Because if they lose that, I believe Atalanta could pass them. They can. And yeah. then if, if Napoli somehow beats Inter, then they would they would be tied with uh, Juventus on points. Yeah. That's, could that's be interesting, what, that's but... What, that's what I'm saying. Second to, to seventh is, is close, man. First is done. That, that My is done. prediction stands. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You want to get into uh, 
the Champions League yes. predictions. Speaking of predictions, should we get into CL picks? Yeah, let's quickly yeah. go through our CL picks of the last week. We weren't able to actually tell you guys what our picks were, but we were able to catch in the group chat. We let each other know. James has everything on paper slash his laptop. <laughs> okay, so I think we figured out what uh, the forfeit's going to be. And what's that? We did? It's going to be... <laughs> It's gonna be when, uh, when did we figure yeah. out? Hold on, hold on. I, wait, we figured out or you figured out? Don't worry, it's good for all of us. Besides last place. So because I was thinking we'd do a cheeky little red ass. Okay. What is that mean? Yeah, you're, I don't partake in such you, activities. That's <laughs> when the loser has to bend over and then the winner gets to what do you mean by that? That's to shoot the ball at their ass. It's red eyes. You guys don't know what that is. Right. Well, we're just, we're just, we're just waffling, bro. Okay, but we do. How many? Can we have six of us? Fifth place gets one shot. Fourth place gets two shots. Third place gets three shots. <laughs> Second place gets four shots. First place gets five shots. Or you could just see the ghost pepper. <laughs> I'm, oh, okay, that's on you guys. I'm not even nah. Ah, bro, I don't do spice like that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that, bro. You can do that for fun, bro. Lame. All I see is lame. You guys want to shoot a, a soccer ball at someone's, okay. like, bunch wear, wear a rival jersey or some sort of merchandise. Do uh, the next podcast in uh, English accent or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. No. You get red ass, red ass? You get red ass while wearing your... Your rival, okay. Just let, let's just say our predictions for the upcoming <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just kill your fantasies for a bit, though. <laughs> Here you go. Shall I go first? <laughs> yeah, so you want let's start off with the Tuesday fixtures. So, uh, PSG and Bayern Munich. Yeah, PSG versus Bayern Munich. I'll say. So the game is in PSG now. First leg was 3-2. Yeah. I did say PSG to advance. So I'm going to say that the score will be uh, 2-1 PSG. 2-1? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, So I also predicted a... PSG win, and I think they'll end up winning the second fixture. I'm gonna say a one nil. One nil PSG. Who's next? Dave, you're muted. Yo, yo, <laughs> Dave, bro, take yourself off mute. True, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I chose, <laughs> I chose Bayern to go through. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with them, and I'm gonna say. 3-1. Three, 3-1? Three, one. Three, one. No Levin? 3-1 Bayern. 3-1 Bayern. I'm scoring. Chupo, bro. Chupo. Who's scoring? <laughs> All right, we'll see. Let's go. Is it me? If you want, bro. Sure, okay. Uh, I chose PSG to go through as well, but I'm going to say 2-1 uh, Bayern. Okay. Which allows PSG to go, still go through, so. All right. Daniel? Um, last game was 3-2. Sorry, guys. Can you hear me there? What? I just had myself muted. Oh, he's, he's breaking up. 
I just had myself muted. Okay. But um, I was last game was three two. I had yeah. PSG to win, yeah. but I still had Bayern to go through. So I'm gonna say. If it, if it's a two one, nice. if it's two one, well, who, yeah, then PSG goes through. If it's two one, PSG goes through because they have more goals, though, right? On away goals. No, but they have two. No. Oh yeah, they have three away goals. Because they have three away goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, PSG will go through. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bayern win. Bayern win. I heard like Obafemi Martins or something. I don't know. Yeah. What <laughs> if it's 2 0, do they go? Do they win? It's no, that's right. Bro, oh, you overthink it, bro. Okay, 3 1, 3 1 Bayern. 3 1 Bayern. That's fine. Okay, but. Copies me. <laughs> and Jimmy? Uh, I have Bayern to go through. This is tough because I don't think Bayern are going to keep a clean sheet, which means they're going to need to at least score three goals. But I also don't think they're going to score three goals. I'm going to go 3 1 Bayern. <laughs> Holy oh, that's what? Three, three ones there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bayern okay. Boys. okay. Also, keep in mind the three people that predicted 3 1 are the three people that are close to <laughs> last place. Damn, ambitious. <laughs> but moving on to the next fixture on Tuesday, Chelsea versus FC Porto. Jay, let's hear your prediction. First leg was 2-0. Two, two uh, yeah. Was that in Porto or in Chelsea? It was in uh, Chelsea. Porto. Oh, no, it was, it was in Sevilla. Sevilla. Oh, I Sevilla, think Sevilla. Both legs are in Sevilla. So, who was no home? idea who was home. Neutral ground. Was yeah, neutral ground. Because usually the... Chelsea are the home team this Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two 0 Chelsea again. Yeah. Eh? Okay, fair enough. Uh as for me, I had Chelsea going through. I think they'll end up scoring again this coming week. I'm gonna say two one Chelsea. Mm. I'm gonna say mm. Two two. Two two is not. Two two. Chelsea still going through. Okay. Uh uh one nothing Chelsea for me. One nil, eh? eh? A little uh, Kai Havertz goal. No, it's Maybe. Pulisic. Pulisic, eh? <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. So I said Dan. I said um Porto was gonna go through, but I'll give it to Chelsea. I'll just say 2-1 Chelsea, this one. 2-1 Chelsea? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Try to secure a point. Either way, you're going to get a point, right? So that's good. Hopefully, hopefully. Unless they tie. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go for a 2-1 uh, Blues. And then I do have the Blues advancing. Come on, you Blues. I think they all do besides Dan, right? Yeah. So that's one of those like uh, that could pay off trumps for Dan, right? Yeah. That's true. Like, J- like Jay in the last round. Porto, right? <laughs> mm. Anyways, moving on to the Wednesday fixtures. 
First off, Liverpool, Real Madrid. Jason, what do you think? This is an interesting one because we all have Liverpool advancing. Yeah. yeah. Liverpool versus Real Madrid. What was the first leg score? 3-1. 3-1? That was in Liverpool. Madrid or home? That was in Madrid, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go two nil Liverpool. Ooh, I'll going through on the way goals. I was through, gonna man. say that too. That was also your prediction in the first yeah. game. Interestingly, <laughs> I'll go for a rerun. All right. Well, I know I had a uh, Liverpool to go through, but I think uh, Real Madrid will end up winning this game. I think it's gonna be two nil Real Madrid. You predicted 2-0 Liverpool the first time around. Yep. Duh. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. You guys, are, you, are, you guys, are you guys just all copying your predictions from the first week? That's what I said 2-2. Like. Two, two. <laughs> yeah. Fatty, are you going to predict a 3-1 win for Liverpool like you did in the first one? <laughs> uh, I'm saying 2-1 Madrid. 2-1 Madrid. Okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two two as well. Hey, you copied me. I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go two one Liverpool, which is also the same. I didn't even realize that, but (laughs) I'm gonna go two one Liverpool. But Madrid are still gonna advance, Um, but it doesn't really matter. But I do think Liverpool will take it. All right. All right. Fair enough. Right. And uh, the final game, Borussia Dortmund versus Manchester City. G. Borussia Dortmund versus Manchester City. Yep. First, it was 2-1. Yep. Now, yeah. uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3-1, Dortmund. Okay. That does align with your original prediction of Dortmund advancing. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a stalemate, a nil-nil. Nil-nil. Really? Yep. Bold. <coughs> I'm gonna say two-one. Awesome. Dortmund. <laughs> two-one. I don't think you can. Oh no, that ties. That ties it, right? Yeah, it's gonna tie. Could it once? <laughs> yeah, you can. If that's what he thinks the score is going to be. Yeah. But you could say 3-1. But if it's 2-1, it can't, the, the it can't end 2-1. If, 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 if you put 2-1, oh, yeah. if you put 2-1, then that's it's true. 90th right. minute. 90th minute. 2-0. 2-0 works. 2-0 for who? Dortmund. Come on, Howard. Jeez, eh? You have City going through. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Okay. I swear I don't. Only want to get the prediction last week, right? Ah, ah, ah. No, I'm gonna say I, your prediction wasn't even right last week, man. You're, yeah, you, you just got lucky. The ref was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta bet on that. But uh, I'm gonna say two-one uh, city again. Two-one city again. City again. With the help of the ref, I'd imagine. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Mine will be. 
shoots. I'll go 3 1. Hopefully, they go to extra time. 3 1 who? Wait, so Man- I have Man City going through? Yeah. No, then I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it to 2 1 Man City. 2 1 Man City. Okay. Um,. Bro, the answers aren't on the roof. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like trying to do calculations in my head because I have Dortmund going through. So Calculation, bro. It's a soccer game. No, but this yeah, is not. Know. This is this is more than soccer right now. This is math. It's more than soccer. It's football. Yeah, Because <laughs> I already got robbed in the first leg. Uh, okay. Bro, you just laughed. Just shut up. Because I had the I had the correct score predicted, but oh no. I'm just trying to figure out one nil. But Dortmund are going to keep a clean sheet. I don't think either team is going to keep a clean sheet, to be honest. And two one won't work. Are Dortmund going to score three goals? Two one. Well, just put, just say goals. just say three one because if they win in extra time, then that's the that's the extra point. Yeah, we're, we're going to do that. We're going to go three one. Works for me too, then. Double chance. Yeah, double chance. All right, and that's the Champions League. So, uh, so we're done. So we're hoping uh, all the boys are hoping that Liverpool can pull off a miracle. Mm-hmm. The boys are hoping I for. Huh? I kind of don't want them to win anymore. Why? Screw them. Wow. Bro, yeah, it should be a, a good week of, of football, um, mm-hmm. and we'll have some more predictions for the next leg. And then we'll also introduce some Europa League predictions as well. Uh, moving forward after this after this leg finishes up, yeah, just because there'll be some less less games, so we can can mix it up with some Europa and some UCL. Yeah, well, some good games too. We'll know we'll know right away who's facing who, so we can make our predictions on Thursday for the next leg. So it'll work out for us. No, no. Know what, yeah, we will. The the table the table's already completed. We know who's facing who next round. If they whoever wins. Well that's we can, we can get that done on Thursday. And you know, hopefully we have a happy Dortmund fan, a happy United fan on uh, <laughs> on Thursday, on Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. Because me and Dan support uh, some good teams in Europe. <laughs> hopefully a happy anti Madrid fan. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see Back. alrighty Jay but yeah with that that's episode 30 for y'all 3-0 Jeez. thank y'all for watching um, yeah, just uh, sure uh, little little uh, technical uh, difficulties yeah, today a, bringing a hockey player into the mix the curry yeah, the curry yeah. keep a 30 on me like I'm curry but anyways guys thanks for uh, watching supporting make sure to check us out on all socials Instagram at the footy culture TikTok, at the footy culture, everywhere else, YouTube, you know it, the footy culture. That's episode 30 for y'all. And with that, we're out. Don't forget to rate the podcast five stars.